This is Live Well Talk on COVID-19 and smoking. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Union Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Smoking and vaping are not healthy choices to begin with, but early data shows that there may be a link between smokers and severe cases of COVID-19. Joining me to talk more about this topic is Mary Jo Henry, Tobacco Treatment Specialist at Union Point Clinic, Multi-Specialty. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here, Dustin. I think we're going to cover today. Certainly, let's let's just touch a little bit on COVID nineteen. We'll have an upcoming podcast uh, feedback from the one that uh, we did uh, maybe two weeks ago was really strong. I mean, people really felt we got some facts in there. But we know that the the greater risk with uh, COVID nineteen infection is elderly with high risk clinical conditions, diabetes, smoking, well, diabetes, chronic lung disease, which majority of the time is worth it, related to smoking. But there appears to be a little nuance in the early data out of China that perhaps smoking uh, by itself could be considered a chronic medical condition uh, that would trigger uh, a severe infection. Uh, does that seem consistent with what you preach and practice? Yes. And as you said, I, we this is all early data and we, we have to remember that. But yeah, I think that's um, something I'm concerned about. And I think it's concerning and enough concern that we need to keep it in mind and keep thinking about it and, and urging people not to smoke. Yeah, that's good advice on any day of the week, Absolutely. let alone a COVID. Right. You know, I think we've translated this concern into uh, identifying those patients just if, they're, if they are hospitalized and just putting that in the back of their mind that even though they might not have chronic lung disease at baseline, but they are a chronic smoker, that indeed it may put them at a higher risk to have a more severe illness and require critical care. Since we've last talked, I, you know, I've been reading everything about COVID-19, but as we've distanced ourselves from the vaping injuries this summer, what, what did we learn there? Vaping? Yeah. In regards to COVID-19? That or just vaping in general, just as kind of closure to what we talked about earlier in the winter, I guess it was in summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that, again, we don't have... Um, big studies with conclusions yet, but um, it looks like we know that there are a lot of the same harmful chemicals in the um, what people are expelling when they're, they're um, using the vaping products, the same, a lot of the same harmful products that are in the cigarette smoke. Um, and um, we think that um, they could be um, predisposing people to the emphysema and cancer and, and heart disease and all of the other diseases that we know smoking contributes to. Um, and, and then there's the nicotine addiction, which is kind of the root problem um, with vaping and cigarette smoking. Yeah, I, I think we've, you know, we've talked extensively that vaping is not an alternative to smoking. It's not, it's not a good a safe al- alternative. Right. Safe alternative, Correct. Let me rephrase that. But I think we could extrapolate, particularly for young people, that vaping could pre- predispose them to a more severe case of COVID-19 infection if they should contract that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's a safe assumption, don't you think? I think so, yeah. And, and you know, we're seeing now, too, um, in, in New York and some of the other um, higher concentration of the COVID, that there's a good percentage that are in the younger category, and we don't know um, yet, um, are, are some of them are, are vaping and, and did that make them more disposed to that? I often wonder too, you know, if they, um, were not doing as much social distancing. 
with uh, yeah. yeah the younger population that contributed yeah we all that saw day. the news clips of spring yeah. break in daytona right. and uh lack of social distancing but you know when i was 17 18 i didn't worry about Absolutely. influenza or uh, other concerns but it is and as i've said with the social distancing and the uh, self-quarantine orders uh, you know how many grandparents have to die before you're going to take this seriously right and I, I think that's one thing mary joe that people miss out on i know you understand this but just to explain it we don't have immunity to it because nobody's had this before mm -hmm. it's new novel and we don't want our healthcare system to be overloaded with everybody getting sick at once mm -hmm. and and that's mm -hmm. the goal that we it's i, I tell people all the time this is not a numbers issue it's a time issue mm -hmm. right if everybody you know got sick like a flu season spread out over 12 to 14 weeks no problem right but if everybody gets sick over a weekend or a week 14 day period it, it would put a significant strain on healthcare resources because mm -hmm. we're just not prepared for that right. why, I mean why would we I mean otherwise we have people standing around you know every for 15 years at a time and right you know, right yeah, I get a little defensive when they criticize the fact we don't have testing. Well, boy, they just discovered this virus in December, and the fact that we even have testing this fast is actually pretty impressive, really, right. to have the genome right. mapped out. So what advice do you have people that are self-isolating, they're at home, they're out of their routines? I mean, that's a, that's a temptation to either take up smoking or smoke more than they may have had in the past. What advice would you give people that are quarantined? Definitely not restarting if you if you haven't. That's not going to make anything better. And and most people who have quit smoking, it was a tough thing to get through and do it. And 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 then to if you start again, you have to go through that again at some point. Um, or um, continue to have health consequences from continuing to smoke. And the other thing about smoking more, yeah, people um, tend to when they're anxious um, and bored are, are two of the common things that people, um, reasons people smoke. Um, and so trying to take good care of yourself and find other things to do um, rather than smoking more and just, you know, taking care of yourself, exercising, that not only takes away from time smoking, um, it stimulates dopamine, um, which is a chemical in our brain that makes us feel good. Um, and, and nicotine also does that, stimulates that dopamine, and that's part of that nicotine addiction. So if you can get that feel-good feeling from exercising, um, it, it's a much better option than getting it from smoking. And then just it also, we know that exercise, being outside, um, makes um, anxiety better it's a good coping skill for that um, and then in the you know worst case scenario if you do end up getting the covid um, knowing that you are not a smoker or, or that you've been really working on trying not to smoke more gives you a little peace of mind and a little bit of control over that good situation advice. yeah yeah there's nothing that no one's saying if you're at home during this time that you need to stay inside it's yeah. just you, you go, go out outside. and exercise and go for Absolutely. a walk Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Gyms are closed, of course, you right. know, because of the social distancing. But going for a jog, unless you're running really close to someone, you should be fine. Right. right. And you run into your neighbors. You know, we just did that walking the, the dogs yesterday. You run into neighbors you want to visit. You can still do that. You just stay six feet away from each other. And, you know, and, and that's also 
staying in if you are sick, but if you're not sick, you know, um, th those are safe things to do. Yeah, the World War II generation had to storm the beaches of Normandy to save the country, and we just had to stay at home and watch Netflix, and you know, right. we really shouldn't mess it up, really. Right, absolutely, know. absolutely, and, I, and you know, we don't know what time frame yet, and I know it, a lot of people have made a lot of sacrifices, and, and, and it is um, nerve-wracking if you've lost your job or you don't know when you're going to um, be able to work again. But we will get through it. But the best way to do that is to listen to the people who, the medical experts and the epidemiologic experts that know the best way to handle this. I know you're over in the clinic. I, I don't know if you can give us a lot of information on a timeline, but where, where's the clinic at with telehealth visits so people can... I know they've started some telephone visits. I yeah, saw telephone those, visits. Yeah, we're doing those. I saw some of those documents. Yeah, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, telehealth, is that... I, we haven't gotten it yet. We're told that it's on it, the way. Yeah, it's on the way. It's in the works, but we haven't, as of yesterday, we didn't have any information that was coming, but that will be helpful. And, and I saw, you know, um, the national and local news, you know, that there is concerns that people are not um, going to their regular appointments for their chronic disease. And we need to find that balance um, because it's so important. We know that managing chronic disease with regular visits so we can make sure that uh, that they're um, doing, you know, taking their medicines, that the medicines are doing what they're supposed to do. We're doing everything that we can to limit the progression of the disease and complications of the disease um, are important. And we want people to feel safe and be able to do that. And um, whether that's coming into the clinic um, or um, doing telehealth visits, will you um, be working on what's the best way to do that? That is that is great advice and a good update. And uh, perhaps a life-changing event such as a pandemic or a good opportunity to quit smoking. Absolutely. Yeah, or to yeah. start exercising. Absolutely. You know, those life-changing events, those Absolutely. JFK moments sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, Mary Jo, that's really great information. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk about this. Again, that was Mary Jo Henry, Tobacco Treatment Specialist at Union Point Clinic, Multi-Specialty. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest for our talk on podcast, shoot us an email at stlukescr at unitypoint.org. We encourage you to tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers uh, about our podcast. Until next time, be well. <laughs>